there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don, and if you're listening to this, you can only be here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast, brought to you by Comic Book Click, and as you know, I am never alone. Sir, please introduce yourself. I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back, I'm back. Maximus, your Maximus, Cloudus Maximus. Cloudus Maximus is in studio. He is back. He has returned. It's a bit of a rebirth. Ooh, if you will, interesting. That was the smoothest, uh, you know, segue I can make to announce what this episode is all about. You mean you've seen the album art today? We'll be going into Superman Rebirth Volume One: Son of Superman. Woo-hoo. What a what a story here! We decided to take some time to dive into the Man of Steel with everything that's going on with uh, Henry Cavill with uh, the DCEU. And just the Superman character in general, you know, Frank Miller's about to write uh, year one for Superman. We thought we'd take it to uh, some of the most recent stories that Superman has to offer. And I want the Cloudus Maximus to see Dad Superman. Yeah. Which is here in its full glory. We also get a bit of John Kent, some Lois Lane in here, uh, some witness protection action going on, uh, some, some heat vision, some eradicators, some mm. Kryptonian history. But... I guess before we dive into the story, how did you feel about it? Um, I was surprised. I was surprised, um, which made me actually enjoy this a little bit more than I thought I was going to enjoy. Um, I'm actually a big John Kent fan now. Yeah, John Kent is... is so, um, I, was a small, I was a small fan before um, because of what everybody told me. So actually reading it for myself was actually pretty damn good. Yeah, it's a bit it's a bit confusing because there's there's a little bit of homework that needs to be done yeah. before this actual uh this actual story. I was gonna ask you, did you feel a little bit any any disconnect? Because this story starts off with a Superman dying and another Superman right. saying, I'm not this earth Superman. I mean not really. Um, I got it. I got you it. So got I kinda it? I, I stuck with it. So um it was pretty I like the way how they Oh, swam around yeah, it. Yeah, swam around everything. That was cool. I guess for those who are uninitiated or those who him, have yeah. not done their homework, um, you know, New 52, which starts in 2011, is the new rebranding of DC Comics, where they start a lot of their characters back to their origins. Time was removed from DC's continuity, and it was DC's way of rebranding everybody, you know, spanking new and getting new readers on board. One of the people, and we spoke about this, uh, I think, when we did our Justice League review, one of the people that was changed the most was Superman. Mm-hmm. This idea that Superman, the Superman of old is kind of too old-fashioned. Too or golden. Too, too golden. <laughs> or, yeah, or, you know, just uh, too perfect sometimes uh, to be relatable. So we get a brand new Superman in the New 52. He has a collar. He threw away the red trunks. Yeah. He's... Uh, you know, dating Wonder Woman, not Lois. You know, um, he's younger, he's brasher, his hair is kind of all, you know. Yeah, nice haircut. No, a nice uh, no modern mullet, haircut. You know? I don't even think he had the little, uh, the curl, the S nah. curl. You know, this was a newer. You're like he went to the barbershop. This know? was a newer Superman. <laughs> but Superman is one of the oldest characters that DC has. And to reboot him, right, for the new it reminds me of like when remember when like Bon Jovi cut their hair and then um, Metallica cut their hair and then Ludacris cut his hair and it's like <laughs> it's like oh you know okay you guys are all grown up but the idea that you would take somebody who's been around for seventy five years eighty years I mean uh, Action Comics one thousand came out this year and the, the fact that he would be around for so long and you would just erase 
whole decades got a lot of people upset. So at the end of the New 52, uh, that Superman was killed. He he died, uh, sacrificing his life. Fighting Doomsday. Fighting another. Fighting another. No, he fought no. another. Um, uh, he fought a, uh, uh, another solar powered being. Um, this of course. Super- yeah, and <laughs> of so course. right when he was seemingly about to die, the New Fifty Two Superman, this Superman that we're reading about in here, uh, who predates Flashpoint, he's right. from before Flashpoint. Basically, the su- every Superman you've ever read <laughs> uh, existed, and then there was New Fifty Two Superman. So, old Superman, old man Superman, comes back into the fold because this new brash Superman is now dead. He's gone. Um, and no one has anything to worry about, right? Because if you didn't like him, you didn't like him. And if you, <laughs> and if you did like him, you know, we're, we're paying some sort of tribute to him. Um, but Rebirth was about getting people back to, I guess, the drawing board, finding the parts that people liked, finding the parts that people didn't, and getting Superman back to where they wanted him. So um, the beginning, the, uh, what happened was when all the series started, they all had an issue called, um, you know, the title and then Rebirth. So it would be Batman Rebirth 1, uh, Superman Rebirth 1. And there was only one issue. It was like a catch-up issue to get you ready for the, the start of the actual uh, issues. So Superman Rebirth 1 did its best to let us know that, you know, this was a different Superman. Um, for many years, he tried to hide in the shadows, keeping his... Because this is a Superman that's married to Lois. This is, a, you know, the Superman that was married <laughs> to Lois. The, one, the only one we've ever known. That was married to Lois. And they have a child, you know, John Kent. And um, now, this entire time that News 2, News 2, <laughs> News uh, 52 Superman is out and about, this entire time that New 52 Superman is saving the world, um, pre-Flashpoint Superman is hiding. He's also saving the world. He's wearing his black and uh, silver suit, and he's also saving the world. But now that one Superman is gone, or this Earth Superman is gone, he hopes to take back the mantle. And so that... Um, rebirth issue starts with him looking at the uh, memorial of the uh, Superman that has fallen. He hears a little bit of rumbling going down and he finds Lana Lang, Superman's old childhood friend. What you doing down here? Right before uh, New 52 Superman died, he told Lana Lang, hey, by the way, can you make sure that I'm buried with my parents in in Kansas? Because not everybody knows Superman is Clark Mm -hmm. Kent. And so he wants his bodies removed from Metropolis or his remains removed from Metropolis and moved to Kansas. Um, right? Smallville's in Kansas? Smallville is in Kansas. One of those, yeah. We'll say it's in, well, it's in Kansas now. So, uh, <laughs> she, uh, the pre-Flashpoint Superman bumps into her, and she thinks it's it's her old Superman, and they hug, and there's a little bit of confusion there. And we, we find out something kind of cool. We find out that because this is the older Superman, this is the Superman that has died and come back. Mm-hmm. So because he's died at the hands of Doomsday, like you were talking about, and come back, he thinks that New 52 Superman, it has to be the same thing. So he's actually come here to take the remains too and figure and out. Bring him, and, and, and try to bring him back. And try to bring him back. Which makes me think, you think he brings him back to then just go back into hiding? Like, Probably. <laughs> I really don't want to do this job, bro. Like, like you I will bring it. you back from the I grave. I will bring you up. <laughs> So you could take my shift. Please. I want to do this. Oh, we saw that you know they were. Um, there's a there's a final days of Superman book. There's also a Lois and Clark book that talks about where where this pre Flashpoint Superman and what he was up to, and all that kind of stuff. And um, they changed their names to the Whites. Uh, you know they were living um basically in secrecy, and now this book 
you know, kind of ushers them into the front and to, so that everyone can be revealed into seeing this new uh, Superman idea. But, yeah, he's all like, yeah, I'll just bring him back to life. I'll bring him back uh, to the Fortress of Solitude. She knows where his Fortress of Solitude mm-hmm. is. So they go over there. Kryptonian stuff. She wouldn't And understand. then, like, all we need is, like, the <laughs> regeneration engine or whatever weird alien technology. Like, uh, the resurrection tank. You guys got one of those here? And the the uh, his Fortress of Solitude, New 52, man's Fortress of Solitude, ain't got one. Ain't no, ain't no, uh, ain't no kind of technology that can bring him back. Ain't no such a doohickey. Yeah, ain't nothing that can bring him back from here. Um, but both Lana and this Superman have promised the uh, New 52 Superman something before he died. Lana promised to bring his remains to Smallville, and the new Superman, or the old Superman, uh, said that he would take the mantle back. You know, now that he's there's only one, he might as well be the Superman of this Earth and save the world. So this was basically just a real thin um, catch-up game that shows you what um, our Superman, the protagonist Superman, in this story, what he's going through. Uh, there's a world missing a Superman that's not him. Could have just gave us an email just to like brace us. You oh know? yeah, right. You know? so, I mean, uh, email. There, there's a there's a a whole world missing Superman, uh, and he can answer this call if he if he chooses to. But he is a little bit hesitant. And also, it's not a Superman that's worried about himself anymore. Now with his wife and kid, he is much more responsible for his household. It's not just about Clark anymore. Clark is bulletproof. Mm-hmm. Clark is faster than a, you know, a speeding bullet. Um, he ain't got nothing to worry about. But now that he has a kid and a wife... Uh, it's a so little bit more complicated. A little bit more And more stressful. But he's chilling in Homeboy uh, Fortress of Solitude. And he sees that they he was able to honor both the Kents and the Elves, and he resurrects a um, ice statue in his name, New 52 Superman. And uh, basically he says that tomorrow's missing Superman. And then we finally get the actual run of this book. Um, This Son of Superman arc only covers the first six issues, but I think it does a good job not only opening the floodgates for what this book is about to be, but also... Closing in on itself. Like, when it ended, I read past it. But when it ended, it really doesn't need you with a lot of questions. It answers everything kind of uh, decisively. I like that. Which is which is definitely kind of good. Because he's right. It's true. But issue one starts off with uh, pre-Flashpoint Superman visiting new, super, new 52 Superman's grave, which happens a lot. This is like the second time I'm mentioning this. Two issues. Stop going there. He's just going over there, bro. He's going over there, bro. But it may be the last time because he says... The black suit is no more. We've been at half-mast long enough. long enough. You understand? They've been mourning Superman long enough. It's time to bring Superman back, back to the red and blue. No, still no Trunks, though. How do you feel about that? I'm all right with it. Are I'm you right a Trunks it. fan? Um, I was a Trunks fan until I seen it without the Trunks. And I was like, yeah, you know what? I could, dig, I could dig it. I think my little beef with the outfit is no, no red boots. It's just no like red a, boots. No, I, there's I like, like a, there's I like, like a, the red boots sometimes. There's no um, red boots on this one, on this outfit, and they just like a red, um, like a line where the boots would start, right? To let you know that the boots would start there, but <laughs> it's just, it's just blue. But you know, back to the red and blue glory, um, and it's a hero shot. It's meant to show the big old S emblem. You're reading a Superman story, and uh, it gets you ready for, well, a Superman story, and we get an intro into the Smith home. In a small town of Hamilton, 300 miles away from Metropolis. And it's a farm life. That Kansas boy cannot move away from the farm life. The simple farm lessons. And almost um, 
like how he was raised, you know, learning things about chores and um, responsibilities. This is how he's choosing to raise John. It has a, it has two utilities because one, it's far away from everybody, so you ain't got nothing to worry about. But two, something like that, feeding the chickens, you know, cleaning up after the cows, that work. kind of stuff. Work. Solid work. Got to get him ready for work. We see a thunderstorm sets fire to the barn. Um, and we hear somebody narrating, and they say, uh, you know, the lightning strike woke me up. Uh, the animal started to scream. Um, you know, it scared me. It hit our barn. They but, don't have to worry. But they don't have to worry. And then you have an amazing bit of artwork. Again, this story was uh, written by Peter J. Tomasi with um, art by Patrick Gleason. And Patrick Gleason's ability to just capture the innocence that is um, Jonathan Kent is amazing. You know, he says, my dad is Superman, and it has a dual, it has a little bit of a dual meaning here, right? Because not only is his father Superman, and he ha- he's wide-eyed because look at all the great things that my dad can do, but everybody's dad is kind of their Superman, Superman. right? So it's the idea of, wow, look at that guy doing things that I hope I could do one day when I get older, right? Like go drive a car or (laughs) drink a beer or whatever things that you used to look at your father and go like, wow, I'm going to be that age one day and I hope I I look that cool doing that or I'm that good at that, whether it's handiwork or any of that kind of stuff. So, So we not only get to see a kid admire his father, but a super kid <laughs> admire his super father, which I thought was really, really, really cool. Um, we get a little bit glimpse of their family life. You know, uh, Lois is there. They like to keep that girl in purple. I don't know what it is about Lois Lane in purple. I guess because of the red and blue, maybe? Lois Lane's always been purple. Always wearing a purple suit or have purple eyes. The purple eyes thing is a big thing. Where are they getting that? Where are they getting that? Get it's not like it's the opposite. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know where, where they're getting that from. But... um. Yeah, they 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 have a cute family life. You know, they yeah. said they, they talk around, tell jokes. Um, and right away, John's already talking about like let let's start building the let's start building the barn back again. Like, what are we waiting his, for? He just want to use his powers. Yeah, well, yeah, that's kind <laughs> of cool. I think that's true. He does want to use his powers. And um, Superman says, "Keep your powers hol- holstered." Now, I'm probably gonna get some crap for this, but. I think the keep your power holstered speech that, you know, we get later on and just all the kind of stuff that we get here is way different and way better than what Pa Kent gives Superman in Man of Steel. When he's like, hide it, let people die, (laughs) it doesn't matter. (laughs) Um, But how do you feel about this whole thing? Like, I, I, we, we, they, they get into a bit of an argument later on. Mm Mm-hmm. But this first conversation of like promised um, to not use your powers, whatever, it's pretty light. There's no pushback. Like John's not pissed, you know. He's like, okay, I'll keep my stuff, you know. Whole I mean, I, I guess you could um, say that he doesn't even use them like that. Yeah, you know, just to begin to, with, they, you know. And if anything, um, I don't care what um, what Superman is from where. Um, as long as he's on Earth, he's got to hold back. And he's you, always been dealing with holding back, so he's got to kind of. Put that on to John in a, in a way. Restraint. Son, yeah. Restraint. And I'm glad you said that. That's a very big part of the Superman um, story. As a matter of fact, I think it's actually the most interesting part of his story is the idea that, um, you know, we saw something, a video on this, right? About like super strength. And the idea that he lives in a world of cardboard. Mm-hmm. Right? And yeah, every, every little, little thing, every thing he has to like touch a or, or a push. 
you know, and then he fights these villains who seemingly don't care about what collateral damage mm-hmm. or you know structural integrity of buildings <laughs> and stuff like that. And he has to go and put it upon himself to not only try to save the day, but also <laughs> make sure everything not cause more chaos is going and more destruction. Around. And it's so much. He has to have so much on his mind. And um, we get a little bit of that here because John promises that he won't use his powers. He goes and runs off to go follow Goldie the cat. And then a hawk out of the sky just rips this cat and takes him away. And I've heard this before. I've heard that if you have like small dogs. Yeah, I've heard like that, that too. I've heard that too. But it's crazy. It only clicked when I saw it. I was like, oh, yeah. But then. Has, I mean, do you do you have like any personal stories? I mean, like, uh, no, you know but I've seen, I've seen a, a YouTube video that's, that a hawk has grabbed, tried to snatch up a baby in a jacket and then we, dropped it. <laughs> we are like. I, I'm going John Wick. If a bird, if I'm chilling, right, and I'm chilling in a farmland, and I just have a, a, a my, my dog is just out there, you know, he, he knows how to call, come back when I call him. He good. He just chilling. And a bird swoop down, picks him up and flies away. We going, well, now nah, we looking for him. We going to his house. <laughs> we going to find him. Find the nest. But, um, yeah, this, this bird captures him, uh, and... John doesn't know what to do. And he he goes yells, John Wick. <laughs> he just yells, let go, and uh, incinerates both the cat. Yeah, both the cat and, 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 and the bird. Um, but, it you know, it, it was cool. All of that, the way it was drawn, uh, you know, the the um, the anger on his face, the uncontrollable nature of the, of the heat vision. I thought all that was absolutely amazing. But then um, the guilt. Just the pure guilt. Yeah. He instantly, instantly. Instantly. He he He's sad because the cat's dead. He's sad because he had to use his powers. He's sad because he lied about using his powers. He's sad because now he knows he's going to have to lie to get past this. I was kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> and um, somebody sees him. He has, a, he has a peeping Tom looking at him from across Ooh. the field. Uh, he, he manages to, to dry his eyes and then get back to the barn. His dad and his uh, dad's like, oh, you, you know, you're all done. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm done. But like I said, you can see the guilt and the shame in his face. Just walking by them. But it also shows the, the immense amount of respect he has for his father, right? Because mm. you don't feel things like guilt or shame mm. unless you feel, um, you know, respect. And so he is so, like, he can't pick his head up. Like, dad would have never done that. Yeah, he, exactly. <laughs> he, he can't pick his head up. He's ready to just go to dinner. He's like, "Yeah, we don't got. Let's not do the superpower stuff anymore. I don't really want to deal with, uh, you know, deal with that." Um, but we see the Kents at dinner now, going uh, like I said, with the name the Smiths. So it's Clark Smith, Lois Smith, and John Smith, and they're you know living in their witness protection of in Hamilton. And the little girl who saw John shows up. Her name is Kathy, and her granddad owns the dairy farm, and. Um, she brought over some milk. I think that's a thing dairy farmers do. Like, hey, I heard you moved in. I heard Neighbors. You, would you like some milk? Neighbors. It is thundering outside. Krakow. Krakow. There is some thunderstorms going on outside. But we soldier on because there's a cool moment where Lois, you know, takes the milk and is like, that's so nice of you. By the way, have you seen like a cat? No. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen like a cat around here any, anywhere? And uh, I knew that was coming. I saw that coming from a mile away. I was like, ah. Kathy looks right at John and is like, uh, no, I haven't he, seen him, but who knows? But he cooked him. 
you know, who knows, and keeps the secret. How'd you feel about that when you first saw it? That was cool. That was cool. Um, because that was to um, actually, well, that told me that she knew he kind of he was bugged out about it too. Yeah. You know what I mean? So she decided to like kind of let it rock. Which which is kind of cool, you know. Um, it's not most times kids feel remorse for things mm-hmm. because they know a lot of it's not their fault. But I think John understood that, and then she either, understood either that, John that or understood. I'm just like I'm not getting involved. Or it I'm could be that too. They're like, "This is an alien family. I don't want to. I don't want to." That, that kid's got fire eyes. Yeah, we're not. Yeah, we're not gonna do that. Um, but yeah, she decides to keep a secret, and they start to talk about like you know, um, uh, whether you know, meeting friends is nice to have neighbors and all this other kind of stuff. And then John starts to get a little. You know, a little grumpy. He starts getting a little grumpy. He's like, yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's great keeping secrets, ain't it? (laughs) Great. And they're like, like, "Uh, I thought we told you about, you know, the dangers. And he just yells. And he says, you know, don't use me as an excuse to be a bunch of liars. Uh, But Daddy Superman puts his foot down and says, enough. If if you can't have, have a calm discussion, go upstairs to your room now. Um. This is just a result of a frustrating day, mm-hmm. right? Like, my boy, John, is frustrated. He's mad. He don't know there's who nothing, to talk yeah, to. There's he nothing, can't talk there's to nothing nobody. Crypto, there's nothing Kryptonian or alien about this. It's yeah, just, he's, just, you know, he's just upset. He doesn't know who to talk to. Uh, he is, I think he is upset him, about the secrets. You know, yeah, yeah. And he's uh, kind of upset about not knowing too much about his powers. But it's more the idea that, like, just so much is going on that I don't understand. And no, you guys seem to know a little bit more about it, and you not letting me in on it. Uh, that, no bueno. Yeah. No bueno. Um, and, you know, I can feel that. And John goes upstairs to cry in his room because he's a little child, and that's what children do. He's emotional. He's had an emotional day. Committed murder earlier in the day. There's <laughs> a lot going on. Um, and then he, looking out the window, notices a figure, and then another another figure. And we see the Trinity has showed up. Batman and Wonder Woman have showed up to talk to Superman. And so John tries to use his uh, super hearing, which is not all that cute in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so he catches a couple things here and there. Um, but eventually he stops because Superman's at his door. Well, Superman turns around real quick. And so he rushes back into bed. And then um, Superman shows up at his door and he's like, you're coming with me. It looks kind of scary. Yeah. He's like, where are we going? And he's like, quick and quietly. Mr. Smith. <laughs> uh, wow, the S stands for Smith on his chest. Oh, is that what how it is? Feel? Super how Smith? You, how do you feel about that? I, you, I, didn't, know, I didn't realize that revelation. Superman, like, Smith. Super, super Smith man. Super Smithman? Super Smithman. But yeah, you know, um, this, is a, this is a Justice League that doesn't know this Superman. You know, this Batman... Is a little bit less because um, it's not Clark willing to have these not conversations. Not Clark, Clark, not our Clark. And Wonder Woman is even stickier because Wonder Woman was dating mm-hmm. Superman mm-hmm. in New Fifty Two. Next thing you know, this Superman from pre Flashpoint shows up and has a wife and a kid, and it's like, I know I look like your boo, but I'm not your boo. Uh, we go into issue two, and we're in some Arctic weather. We see John is all bundled up, and he's like, Are you turning me into the Justice League? <laughs> Uh, and he's like, nah, nah, nah. I heard a distress call, and basically takes him for like a ride along, yeah, like how yeah. we do with like police. Like you just sit, you just sit up front and watch Daddy do what he Daddy does. He hears a distress uh, signal from a submarine, and um, seems like a submarine had been attacked, or that you know the hull of it had been breached, so it was taking out a bunch of water. And he's able to seal it with his heat vision. Meanwhile, 
inside the submarine. They're like, you think he knows there's uranium on this? Oh, my God. You think he's, try- he's here to try to stop it? And um, Now he does. He just heard it. He, he <laughs> basically uh, is able to save the save the um, submarine. He talks to the people on it. He's like, by the way, having uranium on this submarine is probably a little dangerous. Uh, you know, make sure that everything's okay. Uh, and then we hear a big noise and a humongous octopus monster shows up. It has some, like, tech attached to it. Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, really, really weird. And it starts to, um, you know, try to attack Superman. And John is, like, at a distance just watching. And he's completely afraid <laughs> because this thing is bigger than anything he's ever seen. And um, Superman asks John to use his heat vision. First, he tells him to stay down because he doesn't want anything to happen. But he realizes that this thing is too wild and that John's probably going to get hurt. You think so? You think so? You think he just wouldn't give John some burn? No, I actually think it's, it ends up being a, a situation because the thing is, yeah, like, John right. gets knocked he's down at one point. Yeah. And it's one of those things where, yeah, you know, um, you do want him out of the way, but, you, but, but he is. You see, but do you see Soup's face when John gets knocked down? Oh, he hurt. <laughs> he is tight. And John is there with his North face, you know. <laughs> he has his whole coat on and stuff like that. And he's like, John, I need you to help me. He's like, me, you know, I can't. And he's like, all you have to do is concentrate. And we get him talking him through using heat vision. Um Something that in the very previous issue, he not only couldn't do correctly because he killed, you know, Goldie, but was so distraught over it, he didn't want to talk about superpowers. He didn't want to talk about superpowers. He didn't want to do his superpowers, you know. But but now, you know, he's going to use dad's help and he's going to do it. Um, I love it because, you know, he's scared. John's scared to hurt his dad. And Superman says, you can do it. You're my son. And that echoes, right? The animals don't have to worry because my dad's Superman. Like this, this they have so much faith in each other. It's just heartwarming. It's so heartwarming. It's amazing. Um, and Tomasi, who writes this, wrote for Batman and Robin. So he wrote the early relationships between Damian Wayne and and Bruce. So we have like a full circle here. Like he is writing the the <laughs> future generation of DC, and it's amazing how he's able to capture both the seriousness that the adults have to handle and the kid like joy and curiosity and all that kind of stuff but um yeah he's able to use his heat vision he singes superman's back a little bit which causes like some droplets of blood to fall onto the ground and um they have they're able to destroy the piece of tech that seems to be mind controlling this thing and once that happens um they have a nice little talk where he's like so what's up with that shirt you know uh first of all that shirt is Bad to the bone. I, I'm trying to find one. I've been trying to find one for, for, for so long like that. And it's also cool because this shirt exists in a world where Superman merch is just out. Yeah. So he got this from, Some know, play, yeah, from yeah, the like store. Yeah. store. And so it's not, I like that how, because we do a lot of the, I'm going to sit in my basement and sew yeah, my outfit. Make, and nah, I just found let, this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah. Well, you got I just one, thought it was cool. So yeah. <laughs> you got one now and I got one now. So that's all it is. Um. What's funny is throughout this, there's a lot of shade getting thrown at Batman. I don't know if you noticed. He he says like, uh, "Is you wearing that S for Superboy?" He's like, "No, sir." A lot of people wear a Wonder Woman symbol. Some even wear the Bat symbol. Like some, like, <laughs> you know, somewhere I've never seen it, but I've heard that some people even wear Batman symbol. Um, I just wanted to feel super like you, which also uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh, uh, go ahead," you John. know. And then you get um, you get 
Superman saying, well, you know, it's not about, you know, heat vision. It's not about our powers. It's about character. And, you know, take it from me being a geek. I think that's a little meta. I think that's saying that the idea that anyone can make a Superman character, right? Like anyone can have the super speed and the super strength and stuff. But what keeps Superman relevant to this day is his character. The things that he does, the way that he thinks, the things that he believes in. And those things are bigger than just the cape and the and and the freeze breath. Like all that stuff is cool, but if you don't have the character down, well, <laughs> you get the DCEU. Um, so it's very very important. And then John man's up. He admits to what he did with Goldie. He killed the cat. Um, he apologizes. Um, Superman basically says, "I I know." <laughs> you know, like I could smell the ozone, mm-hmm. the, the the burnt flesh. <laughs> when the when it happened, I smelled burnt flesh. <laughs> smelled like chimichangas. Didn't want to say anything. Uh, but he goes, "Do you think mom would be mad?" And he's like, "Nah, you know, uh, mom would be fine." I'd be pissed. Well, I don't know if she. I don't know how she felt about that cat. <laughs> Maybe that cat wasn't one of the, like her best friend and stuff like that. Um, Superman or Clark, dad, cheers up his son. You know, um, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a little bit upset about the whole Goldie thing, but no one would be more upset than John was. You know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. both knew that John was the most upset about this, so they could take it on the chin because he has learned his lesson. Um, we see that some of the blood from their, you know, thing has hit the ground, and something has detected it, and it, it's like a little ball, and it just shoots off. It, it, it detects that there's blood, from a human and a blood of a Kryptonian, and then it just shoots off into the distance. Uh, we have a nice little panel of the Clarks burying Goldie together. I don't know if that's a family thing you do together, but I mean, yeah, yeah, you flush the the, the, the goldfish down the toilet together, right? That's a family thing. I can see that. Um, so then we go into. Lois and Clark chill up in bed. Lois is stitching him up, right? Because he's got all these third-degree burns. (laughs) He's got all these third-degree burns from his lovely son on his back. So that's a thing. Meanwhile, uh, John is chilling, literally sitting in a tree with (laughs) with Kathy. And they're talking. He's like, why didn't you you tell him about what happened? He's like, I thought we we could keep secrets to ourselves. Um, Are you scared of having your powers? And he's like, yeah, I don't want to hurt anybody. And then they kind of like, he says, she says, you have a good heart. And he's like, well, you know, being around you makes me feel kind of safe and stuff. But then I guess that base was too close because (laughs) John breaks the the branch that they're on and they fall. And uh, I guess he hits his head because he gets a concussion. And Kathy's grandpa comes running in with John in tow. Hey, hey. Uh, you know, your son, you know, took a bad tumble. Maybe we should take him to the hospital. Clark's like, I got it. They're like, no, no, we can He's like, I oh, got it. I got it. He said, I said, I've got him. Thank you, Thank sir. You, sir. <laughs> yeah. Which is that Superman with manners, right? Like yeah, angry Superman. With you, sir. Angry Superman still trying to have his manners and stuff. Uh, yeah, he's like, thank you, sir. Um, and uh, basically manages to shoo away the family. And this is just Clark scared of people realizing who he is, scared of realizing who his son is, and all this kind of stuff. I actually think from here on out, it's just him in complete paranoid mode. Like, he is so... This is John. Sca- he's, a, he, <laughs> he's scared and he's upset. He's upset that this has now come to his door. 
You spend this long keeping the, the dangers outside, and now they're literally knocking at your front door saying, hey, I got your kid, and he's passed out and whatever. So um, they're like, and they, they, it makes sense because the, their main issue is that how can he do laser eye vision, you know, and, and be attacked by an octopus and be fine and then fall out of a tree and then have a concussion? What's going on here with his invulnerability? And he goes, well, there's only one place we, could, we can check him out at, and that's the fortress, a, a solitude. But before they're able to get there, that little spear that had the, the, hmm. the DNA of the Kryptonian and the humans, they enter the, the fortress of solitude. They use uh, the DNA from Clark and John to get in. And then they assimilate, assimilate everything around them, and they form into the Eradicator, famous for appearing in the Death of Superman, Rise of the Superman arc. He was one of the people that tried to replace Superman, but he's here, and he's in the Fortress of Solitude, and they're talking about that they are going to save him. Bootleg, $100 bill. How do you like? How do you like the glasses? How do you like the? I like the glasses. I like the glasses. glasses. Yeah, yeah. It's like the the biggest defining trait of the character is that he has these big yellow. uh, They look like like glasses you would use to like. Some they look like hardware. They look like sun sunglasses. Hardware glasses or something like that. But yeah, Eradicator's here. B, Uh, he's here. But they've already brought um, John to the Fortress of Solitude, and they're worried. But whatever. Like we might as well. This is the only place I would have any kind of Kryptonian knowledge about the uh, physiology of Kryptonians. We need to find out. We need to get down to the bottom of this. But, um, as soon as they get there, Eradicator's just chilling there. Chilling, waiting. With Crypto. He's petting Crypto. Um, and Superman's like, well, if you're the Eradicator, I know what you can do. And they just start going at it and they start fighting off the rip. And um, Eradicator's doing all this, like, literally, like, mustache twirling villain talk. He does it throughout <laughs> the entire story. Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, you, we must cleanse the world, and Krypton, we must. Krypton, Krypton, Krypton. I am here. I am the guardian of Krypton. I'm here <laughs> to save us, save Krypton. Superman is not buying it. Uh, and then the Eradicator says um, something that's kind of interesting. He's like, "I'm like, I'm going to incapacitate you, and then convince you." <laughs> so like the entire time they're fighting, he's not even trying to kill Clark because Clark. Clark is the last Kryptonian. So he's trying to save Krypton, um, and so we find out he's just trying to incapacitate him. Lois and John are watching on, but everything is falling apart because they are banging into walls. They're destroying a whole bunch of stuff. And um, when some debris falls and seems to look like it's about to crush Lois and John, Eradicator saves them. Uh, so, what? Yeah, uh, Superman's like, uh, thanks. So when they bring him, uh, they have that weird scene of John doing his physical. Where Eradicator's like looking over, there, <laughs> he's just yeah. standing there, looking. <laughs> and he's like, oh, "Dad, he's still like, standing." Bro, you can just stand somewhere. Else <laughs> yeah, like, uh, we'll talk about what we gotta talk about in a second. I'm trying to do this uh, physical here. Um. Oh yeah, and there was also that cool moment where, right before they went to the Fortress of Solitude, Clark was able to use his X-ray vision really quick to to see if there was any broken bones yeah. in John and stuff like that. Then he has like he has a mild concussion, but he does his whole uh, Kryptonian physical. Uh, Superman is crazy uneasy because John's body is changing and his uh, invulnerability is fluctuating. You know, certain things hurt him, certain things don't. In and out. And he's still adapting to it. 
I also feel, again, reading way too much into this, that that is a parable for puberty and parenthood. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely puberty and the idea that John's body is changing and things are going to be happening to you that you don't really understand, but don't worry because it's part of growing up. But also the idea that as a parent, you never think your kid's invincible, right? Yeah. Like you, you're always going to be worried, worried about what stressed. can hurt them, what <laughs> can't hurt them, um, you know... And you want to be aware of all their weaknesses so you can help protect them. So I really like that idea of um, Superman thinking that he can never really be on top of this. Because this idea of the half and half is so alien that he doesn't even know where to start into like what what research to do for John. But, but, but you know, in the meantime, they're like, so um, why are you here, Eradicator? And... Um, the thing is, the original, the original Eradicator, uh, his origin was a little bit different. A long time ago, a, di- a dying alien race, they created these devices, uh, like almost like time capsules, to contain and preserve their culture, because um, they were, uh, you know, their race was dying. So, the last few of them would go with these devices to other planets, thinking that they could start from scratch. You know, I'm, I'm here. I got all my culture with me, and we'll start from there. But with the one that lands on Krypton, uh. They meet, they meet like this militaristic Kryptonian. He destroys a lot of them, and then he uh, corrupts one of them. And the mission is ends up being changed to, you're not just going to preserve a culture. You're going to preserve Kryptonian culture, and you'll do that by destroying other cultures. And that's the um, eradicator that we see in Death of Superman that only cares about Kryptonian culture. We find out in here that the eradicators were used as like Zod's like death squad. They were like police. And even worse than police, instead of like just arresting you, they would grab you, pull out your life force, freeze your body, throw your life force in the phantom zone, and then wait for trial. Um, and so they were off world when Krypton exploded, and they saw the entire planet. Not everyone was everybody. everybody. There's always somebody off-world. getting back to the planet that's, like, that's oh, blown up, snap. and like, oh, what the? Everybody was off world when this thing happens. It's hilarious, but. Um, they saw the planet explode and they saw a rocket leave. They followed that rocket all the way to Earth and uh, to preserve the last of Krypton, the last Kryptonian. But John represents the tainted genome. We need pure Kryptonians. And they want to eradicate half of him. He wants to eradicate half of him. Um, and Superman's like, you're not going to do that. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's completely what I'm going to do. And he tries to ingest <laughs> John. Uh then you get the greatest hero moment because crypto jumps <laughs> in the way, mm-hmm. and crypto is. I definitely put that down and got something to drink after that. I was like, no, because I have a dog. So and yeah. he just jumped <laughs> in and he took the full might of the, of the burst and um, he he gets ingested. But the thing is, right? So he gets ingested, and like you say, um, you're like you just said um that. You have a you have a dog, so mm-hmm. you obviously had issues with it, and I had issues with it. But what I dug is they both have issues with it yeah. because Superman <laughs> immediately goes berserk, and all you see there's not a voice bubble, none of it. It's just whack, 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 whack wham, 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 wham. He is just hammering on the Eradicator, and then you see John pick up Crypto's cape, <laughs> look at it, 
and oh my god, he is pissed. That and was that's my favorite panel of the whole comic, by the way. I just really? want you to know that. Yeah, John, John <laughs> does look like a badass whenever he whenever he's all lit up and stuff. But that ends uh, issue three. And issue four comes in, and fight continues. Eradicate is still talking trash. I am the guardian of the Kryptonian race. Yada yada yada. John is an infection. Whatever, whatever. Kryptonians, Krypton, 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 half-breed mess. This bothered me. Not bothered me, but made me go, huh? John's sitting there with Lois, right? And John goes, I, uh, I know I said I'd never kill again or something oh, like yeah, that. Right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I remember reading that, and I was like, oh yeah, I get, I get the idea. But this is the guy to do it on, bro. So yeah, he even if you went kind of ham, I wouldn't even be like, uh. yo, he legit says like, I knew I said I'd never kill I mean, again. But, uh, Clark but it's would be time pissed. to eradicate. And Lewis says, listen, don't don't listen to that part of your body yeah. that tells you you want to kill somebody. You have the best of both worlds inside of you. If you want to be great, choose to be great. That was. That was that was mad cool, but I know she didn't get that how from herself. How you like Lois? She she got that from she got that from Clark. Right how, how do you, how do you like that's Lois? Clark though? rubbing off on her. Because um, I I know you don't read uh, many Superman comics. Right. How do you like the voice of Lois here? How did you like her? Um, I I liked it. I didn't have a problem with it, but I also can see um how much Clark had rubbed off on her. Okay. Too in a way, so adding that and meshing that and talking. They're to good her. as a family. Yeah. So talking to John the way that she did kind of felt real good. And, it did. And real wholesome too, so. And it's all he needed because he suits up, or should I say zippers up, right? He zip, mm-hmm. zippers up, the S is back on, and double Superman punch, Roman Reigns will be mm-hmm. proud, uh, to um, the Eradicator. And then his head kind of like, almost looks like it's about to explode. Find out that right before Krypton exploded, he had pulled all of the life forms, all of the dying life forms inside of him. Uh and basically releases them because of the force of the Superman mm-hmm. punches. We randomly cut to a bar where a bartender uh, wins a moon rock out of a, a arm wrestling contest, and he goes to like put it in his Superman shrine. And um, but the souls blast all three Kents into the bar. It turns out the souls are the souls recognize that the rock, the moon rock, has some crypto, crypt, Kryptonian, has some Kryptonite in it, and so they re- like they are reminiscing on their lost world. And so they're using, like, the... They try to hone in on the rock. And Lois begins to, like, beg the souls to just, like, leave. Like, your earth is gone. Can you just leave? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, is Lois Lane really talking to, like, the... Because they start to possess people in the bar. Yeah, in the bar. And so she's like, you guys gotta go. And they start swinging, too, and everything, Yeah, everyone starts wilding out because they're getting possessed by these Kryptonians. So Lois is, like, begging the souls to leave. And they all, like, they all choose to leave, but they all choose to possess Superman. So they all go into Superman and Superman has a flashback of a uh, pot Kent who's like, uh, I like to go with you, but I can't. You're supposed to go on and carry the legacy of the dead so that that they can be free. Real wholesome moment. Wasn't pearls in the alley. Yeah. Wasn't great power, great responsibility. Literally one panel, one, two panels get the story across. And the, he gets the podcast was important to him. Yeah, and he gets his Kryptonian peeps. And he gets the Kryptonian talk, peeps. Yeah. So, um, stuff. there's this real cool. cool moment because he, he says, like, oh, they are free. They can be free. And then Eradicator's like, no. Nope. <laughs> He's like, nope. Uh, no, that's not true. They all got to come back with me. And he sucks all no. the souls right back, back up. So, Superman starts to object. He's like, we got to get out of here. And the guy, the Superman fan, is like, Superman running? We're going at Superman. The Superman is running. And the moon rock is still around. And the moon rock is still around. Superman's running. Uh, Eradicator is following him. 
And then we see some of the spirits are able to help and they distract, eradicate, they like explode. They like blow up mm. in the area, eradicate it falls to the ground. And then Superman finds this like ship to throw his uh his um family into. We're going to the moon. Going, yeah, we're going <laughs> to space, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to the moon. So Clark takes his family to the dark side of the moon as issue five opens up where they cannot be detected. Uh, and then we get a panel written for Zack Snyder himself as we as it is explained that the main reason why they're coming to the moon is to limit the collateral damage. We don't want people. Yep. Uh, we don't want. Uh, we don't want to pay all these bills in case we break. Destroying stuff. a bunch of cities, angering another millionaire who's going to go and find Kryptonian tech, yep. sharpen it into a spear, scratch his face. <laughs> And then ask him what his mother's name is. Because as the Smiths, you know, the Smiths don't we do don't that. got we don't we don't got all that much money. Maybe that's some new Fifty Two stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> that's some new Fifty Two Superman <laughs> stuff. But we back, all right. The classic is back. Uh, so they're worried about collateral damage, which makes a lot of sense. They're like, that's why we moved out of Metropolis. That's why we're getting even getting away because we don't know what what this Eradicator is capable of. Um, they're like, where are we? And he's like, well. Batman used to like uh, follow me around, so one mm-hmm. day I like followed him <laughs> around. Turns out he comes to the moon sometimes. He's building something here. This is a lunar. Yep. Bat I was cave. like, I was, I didn't even have to have Superman, Supes finish that. And I was like, this dude, freaking Batman. No, because bat because in your head, because in your head <laughs> you said why, and it already answered you. Because I'm Batman. <laughs> yep, Batman. There's a bat cave on the moon. There's a bat Batman. cave. On the I'm not moon. even gonna question it. Whatever. Lunar Batcave, bro. Try to break into this bay. On the dark side of the on moon. On the dark side of the moon. With no way that like satellites can't detect them, all this kind of stuff, right? There's also like mechanized bats. What were those for? Is that security? Yeah. Security like, and surveillance. And it's the dark side of the moon, so But like the math, right? The fact that he would add security, that's that, that that's fine. But there have to be bats. I mean because I'm Batman. Yeah, because he's Batman. Um also, I also think that, I don't know if it was intentional, and it probably was intentional, uh, artists and creatives uh, do a lot of intentional things that, you know, simpletons like me pick up on sometimes. I don't know if it was intentional, but every time that they get to back to Batman or talking about Batman, because we are in the Superman world, there's such a big contrast. Me and you have sat here and covered Batman books. Mm-hmm. Batman lives in that world, and that world is stress and drama yep. All the time, you need to be prepared. You need to be ready because somebody's always coming at your head. Whereas Superman seems so bright. Just these issues that we've been reading here, right? And whenever they go to the Batcave, the Batcave still is dark, dark. and 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 the bats <laughs> and everything's red and black and it's all this you know all this stuff. Um, so it just shows you that they they both exist in the same world, but they're so different, yeah. polar opposites of each other. Um, I like that John's like. Shouldn't you call the Avengers? Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I know what we should do. Call the Avengers. And he goes, let's call the league. Uh, shouldn't we call the league? And I can join up. We can all do a team up and, you know, take on the Eradicator. And uh, he's like, no, I think this is more of a family matter. Mm-hmm. Which felt a little bit odd because I'm like, you're not going to let everybody be on this. You're going to be on this. <laughs> uh, I mean, we're on the back cave already. So. But then he also says John's not ready. So it was a double thing. Yeah. You know, he also is very scared. 
because like you were saying with this restraint issue and the idea of the powers fluctuating and the invulnerability fluctuating, Superman cannot bet on anything yeah. when it comes to his child's Especially safety. Especially if they're fighting him and his stuff is going on and off. Exactly. It, it, he can't... He can take one punch and the next next punch is... He's literally dead. dead, dead yeah. You know, my dead son. <laughs> and I cannot... You can't... He can't deal with that kind of stuff. Um, and then what I... No, what's cool is he says, like, I don't know if we're ready. And John immediately takes it personal and goes, you're right, Dad. I don't think I'm ready. And then Lois looks at Clark and goes, well, maybe, uh, <laughs> you know, well, maybe you can get John ready because John's going to have to be ready eventually. eventually yeah. And so this whole here, Which you're not going to do this true. because you're not ready. Uh, thing is not going to last forever. Clark, Smallville. I like that she calls him Smallville all the time. Um, he, she's like, you could be his Obi-Wan. You know, teach him the Force, you know. Uh, Obi-Wan dies, though. Yeah. So I don't know if you really want to be Obi-Wan. <laughs> but uh, you could be his Obi-Wan. One of my favorite moments of this of this, uh, this volume is right after that line. Because she says, like, you could be his Obi-Wan. And then you hear, I don't know who this Obi-Wan <laughs> is. But John needs to be eradicated. And eradicate is back. He's on the moon. He's in the Batcave. We're here. The battle ensues. And the next thing he does, gobbles up Superman. Just like how he did Crypto, he swallows up Superman. And so John flips out, blasts him with his laser vision. And uh, Lois tries to stop Eradicator from attacking John. And he just That's basically... That's pretty because he kind of burned some of his face off. Yeah, he did. A little bit. He backhanded him. Yeah, and then he has that thing like, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, he backhands Lois, so Lois is knocked down. And then you get kind of like... um, It reminds me of Jurassic Park when they're hiding from the raptors. <laughs> You know how he's like hiding yeah, behind the corners. Yeah, yeah he's like, stuff. and he's like crying. He's terrified. This kid, this kid, in twenty four hours. <laughs> you know and at that? the same time, while Eradicator is talking his junk, the whole time you are a plague, you are an infection. We shall remove you from the Krypton. <laughs> the entire time, I am here. I am Krypton's last hope. We are going to rebuild Krypton. Um, Eradicator is hot on the trail. Um, and then we see Lois looking through some drawers, and she's looking through I was some like, stuff. Oh, stop looking through Batman's stuff! And it's, it's you, can see, <laughs> you can see, you can see. Stop touching. Put that stuff. back. Put everything back. Stop touching things. You're on the dark side of the moon. Oh my God! All of a sudden, in full Hellbat armor, armor built <sighs> for Batman to battle on Apocalypse, <laughs> uh, is Lois Kent. Lois Lane shows up. Starts attacking um, Eradicator to save her son. And her and her son start to take it to Eradicator. In this moment here, I smile. Because I'm like, I am rooting for two yeah. not Superman people in <laughs> Superman's book. How did they get that? How did you? So so often, everybody else but the main character is just literally side, you know, like like uh, a side salad. Like and at any time, Bruce could be checking in. So Yeah. <laughs> but the idea that mother and son yeah that was real cool um she was in the hellbat when when the hellbat when she turns on the hellbat and all yeah, the little, cool, yeah. the little <laughs> things start to, yeah. it starts to power up and stuff yeah really really cool um and in the meantime Clark's chilling with his ancestors inside the inside eradicator, the eradicator. <laughs> and by the way guys I think you're gonna use all your like essence give me your energy give me your power and help me escape 
uh, see if I, you can help me escape. So he uses the spirits. He is able to escape. And that's, you know, we basically get the bell, the bell ring, ding, ding, ding. True. It's, it's ready for you, act three. You think of it that way, um, Crypto and Soups is are the only ones stuck in the eradicate and everything is just only living Kryptonian. people. Yeah. yeah, is only yeah. is and the rest is just Kryptonian spirits. Which makes and stuff me like wonder that. also, like he didn't take their essence and leave their bodies. He took their yeah. whole bodies. Yeah. The other people, he took their essences, and we even heard that they, he did that. Maybe he was just trying to figure something out because he was also doing some kind of like we're gonna reboot in ten cycles <laughs> or something like that this entire time. So that that was also going on. So that was kind of cool. But issue six, the last issue of this volume, opens up. The third act is here. Superman versus the Eradicator. It's no more the Kent versus the Eradicator. Superman versus the Eradicator. But it's not Superman's not alone. We are told through Mr. Exposition uh, John, oh, my gosh, he has all the Kryptonians in him. And they're making <laughs> him super stronger. So it's Superman and his ancestors. It's Superman and the power of Krypton against the Eradicator. And... um they're like well maybe we should stick you know stay by like you know hide and lois says we need to help we're family again awesome yeah. these guys are just i great. like how they were because you would think it'd be cheesy but the way they've <laughs> they done just it, it's just on, like yeah dude and we're gonna talk about that we're gonna talk about that line you just used right after this because we're almost uh done with this review but it says we need to help we're family just like in the fortress of solitude uh they are destroying this Batcave, right? And I'm like just, the whole time, I'm just around, like, you guys don't even belong here. Just breaking go everything. Somewhere. You guys couldn't go to like, <laughs> like Saturn or something like that? Jesus, man. They are destroying everything. You know how much a lunar Batcave costs? Yeah, because I have to, I'm assuming, you, we already jumped to the conclusion that uh, Bruce made Alfred help him build the first Batcaves. So now we're going to think that Bruce is sending Alfred to space. No, Alfred definitely built this one by himself. Uh, don't get back until <laughs> don't get back until you put the coffee maker in. <laughs> uh so we get um this fight is getting out of control. More uh crap talk by Eradicator, you know, you know, he is a per- you know, a disease, we need to purge him. He needs to be eradicated. Krypton, Krypton, Krypton. And um something I like, you know, that Clark kind of screams out of anger. He says, John is not a mistake. Yeah. Um, the reason why I like it is because, again, I was very new to the Superman stories when I read this story. And so new additions are tricky because, especially with comic book continuity, you can get rid of them whenever you want to. Saying that John wasn't a mistake is to say that John wasn't a mistake to put in this book also. Yeah. And it's, just, it's he's not a mistake in DC's universe. He is here. Yeah, he's here. And we're fighting for him, and he's gonna stay here. I'm glad that I'm glad you said that because I was getting the same thing too. I was like, yeah, that's it was all, like that's all around, all around. He's not exactly. A you are not a mistake. You are here to stay. Uh, heartwarming. Um, and then we see that um that all their fighting is getting caught on satellites. The one thing that they didn't want mm-hmm. to happen is happening now because they're causing explosions on the moon that rival like comets hitting it so they're everyone's bugging out nasa's bugging out it's all over the tv um at one moment superman op- like opens the jaws of eradicator and is screaming into his mouth and i'm like what is he doing and he's going come on crypto yeah. come on boy listen to my voice and then you see like you can see the teeth and the mouth and the snout coming out the chest of eradicator so weird 
Come and then on. Crypto just jumps out of Eradicator's Come mouth. On, buddy. And uh, <laughs> just out, and it was just it was such a like good boy kind of situation. Yeah, jumped out of Eradicator's mouth. And now those two double team um Eradicator, just same way that John Kent and Superman did, the same way John Kent and his mom did. Um we they see uh they send him down to the, the you know, they attack him. Which sends him crashing down to the moon's surface. Big explosion. House of Elf symbol in the sky. Right? Real, real, real nice. Uh, it means hope. It's his mother's name. It, it means <laughs> Smith. It means Smith, damn it. Um, <laughs> uh, what is it? Uh, I said I got him. <laughs> Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Uh, yeah, it caused a big explosion. Uh, Eradicator's like powering down or malfunctioning or something like that. You got no souls, B. He's he's out of souls. Soulless. He's, he's out of souls. He's out of power. Um, and he says like the legacy of the house of L belongs and this nigga, uh uh well basically Superman off, says yeah. to John, the legacy of the house of L belongs to John. And I'm like, damn right. Eradicator completely powers down and Crypto's on top of him. He goes, Crypto sit. Crypto sits on top of on top of uh the Eradicator, and that's seemingly done and dealt with. We get um Superman. Is revealed to the world because now he has to fix like the lunar landing and mm-hmm. and and the flag, and it looks just like the moon landing uh, footage that we saw, but Superman is there and the world has now realized that they have their Superman back because their Superman seemingly died. So now Superman is back. He is here, uh, and he's no more of a secret to the world anymore. And um, you get Superman getting a key to the city. That happens like all the time, right? That's like <laughs> Superman. He Superman has like keys to everything. But Superman gets a key to the city. Um, I I like that John is so amped to watch him get the key. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, uh, "That's my dad." Yeah, he's like, "Come on, mom, let's go see That's whatever, whatever." Dad. And he's like, calls it like Superman, whatever. He's like, "Go, oh, sure, I call you Batmom or something like that," oh, joking around with the, with the armor and stuff. But um, you get him getting the the key to the city, and then and what made the issue worth it for me the last couple pages. You see John sitting, uh, you know, literally just sitting, looking at the moon, bright-eyed as, as ever, literally on the adventure of a lifetime. He, he's been, he's he's had to lie, he's had to tell the truth, he's had to fight, he's had to run, he's had to defend people, he's had to uh, save people, he's fallen out of a tree, he's gotten a concussion. My boy John has been through it all. I wish I could just sit on a windowsill, shoeless, and just watch the moon like he does. But um, you see that Superman comes in and he says, you know, hey, kid, I brought you something. And, uh, you know, he says to talk talk to him and he gives him a pair of sunglasses, a pair of regular glasses yeah, I, and a hat. First, when he did that, at first I thought that those were his sunglasses. Oh, yeah, his, his regular like, glasses. Oh, it gets cooler. Yeah. Um, These so Smiths, it's, it's, boy, it's I tell a, you. It's, it's, it's John's uh, secret identity attire. Right, it's not the suit and the glasses. It's, it's a hat and glasses, um, and a little bit of a pep talk. You know, your powers aren't done growing. There's so much more that I want to teach you. The Eradicator won't be the last threat. And he goes, "I'm not scared." And he goes, "No, but it's okay to be truth, justice, family. I want to help you make that S your own. I want you to know that there's something I should have done with you in the first place, or I know there's something I should have done with you in the first place. The best part about." Putting on the glasses is what happens when you take them off. Now, quickly and quietly, you're coming with me. And he said that last time. Quickly and quietly, you're coming with me. Um, 
And it, like I said, it's the idea of like, this is, this, what I took from it was, this right here, the glasses and the hat, this is John Kent from Hamilton, whatever, right? Hamilton, Nebraska, whatever the heck. Uh, this is going to be John Kent. This is the John Kent you show to the world. This is the John Kent that you're going to be the same way I'm Clark Kent. Now, let's show you what happens when you take those glasses off and you don't got to be John Kent anymore. And so they go to the moon, the base, and so Batman and, and Wonder Woman are there. And Batman is just pissy hey, about all his... P-O-P-O. I was like, when I saw that panel, I was, first of all, I was like, yes. Batman. He's like, this man get your Batman on. Get in there. But... He is like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, this like, is, what the hell? I wasn't even done with this. He's like, uh, he's, um, and this woman has like apologies. And he goes, apologies won't fix what the Superman did to my cave. Uh, but, you know, they basically apologize real quick. Batman's like, I can afford was this. It, I, you know what's funny? When I read, I was just about to say that. When he said, I can afford the repairs, I put my head down and said, of course. Yeah, of course. Of course you can. Because he's Batman. Because I'm Batman. Um. But it, 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 I like that they're busting his balls. Yeah. yeah because yeah, he's not yeah. their Superman. And it would be uncharacteristic to just go with the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, eventually in this run, because I had the, you know, the pleasure of, of reading up. Right. Um, they, you know, they. Get him back? Yeah, they get, they, they, they feel like he's their Superman. And then a bunch of other stuff happens where he's actually is mixed with the new 52 Superman and they become one person. So. Mm, okay. So we do get that Superman. But this isn't about Superman. Right. In actuality, these six issues, because he says, um, League, I like you to meet. And then we get that beautiful drawing, Superboy. Superboy. And the Trinity, the three most yeah, important yeah, yeah, yeah. people in DC, you know, literally two people who's had dozens of movies made about them. And then the one woman who had the biggest movie made about <laughs> her in DC's lore sitting there and they're being introduced to uh, John Kent for the very first time. And like smiles, so wholesome, so great. So that brings us to that's the end of I guess the recap of of this. So we'll get into a short discussion about you know just the overarching stuff that this has to deal with. But the main thing I think I just want to talk about is this idea of cheesiness. Right, right, right. This idea that cheesiness we the world understands what cheesiness is. We've grown up with sitcoms. We've grown up with TGIF, right? All those kind of shows where the music plays, the parent sits on the edge of the of the bed and says, well, you know the lesson you have to learn today and all that kind of stuff. And we moved away from it, right? We got real edgy, attitude era, all this kind of stuff. What What is it about this cheesiness that works? Or does cheesiness just work and we've just been telling ourselves it doesn't? Um, I, cheesiness has always worked. You um, so? you know what cheesiness isn't though? Cheesiness isn't cool. Um, okay. In this, it's cool because you this. Well, to me, it's cool because you, the dynamic between John and um, and um, and Clark, his father son, it isn't it isn't so far fetched just because they're from Krypton and whatnot, right? And stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But at the same time, it, it makes it even more cooler because they have superpowers, bro. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah, I, I also think it's pretty cool that they didn't make John like Damien. Like, ba- like yeah, Damien is um, like Batman. That's the, another, I'm going to question I'm everything. glad you said that, too. Um, 
I get more that John is more of a kid kid, way more than Damien. But then again, you see how they brought Damien. But Damien is like, Damien was forced to grow up yeah. the same way that Batman was forced to grow mm-hmm. up because his parents were killed. So it goes to show, and and the same thing like Superman is cheesy, Superman Clark Kent is cheesy mm-hmm. because his because Ma and Pa Kent were cheesy. Yeah. They were just nice. Wholesome, Boy and Scout, I don't Girl say cheesy. Scout. I don't want anyone to get offended. I mean, when I say that, I mean wholesome. Mm-hmm. Um, they were Boy Scouts and Girl Scouts, and so they raised a Boy Scout. And so, if a Boy Scout's gonna raise a child, yep. that kid is gonna be a and Boy that's Scout exactly too. What I get from John too. And so, so, John, John thinks that everything his father does is cool. That being on time is cool. That mm-hmm. doing chores is cool. The right that, thing is cool. That doing the right thing is cool, and that makes me feel kind of good yeah, yeah. That, that 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 exists in the world. There's always going to be room for Lobos and Batmans mm. and Deadpools. I dig it. I love it. Push the genre. Mm. Wolverine, you understand? Berserker it up. Blood, guts. I don't. I never needed anybody. Bug, <laughs> you know, what I do is what I'm good at. I get it. But I questioned for a long time, what was Superman's use? This is Superman's yeah, use. He needs to be the light that people look at and go, I want to get close to holding that. Holding down the wholesome, earnest, you know. Especially when no one wants to. Yeah, especially, man. especially when no one wants to. Especially nowadays. You know what? I think everybody nowadays just read a Superman comic. I, well, th- that's the thing. <laughs> I was looking at the schedule and I'm like, how did we come across doing so much Superman stuff? And I think that early on, I was just so enamored with the comic character of Superman mm-hmm. that I'm, I'm, I'm getting increasingly frustrated that they can't get nail it in, on the big screen. On the big screen right. because I feel like once you nail that, you can put everybody where they got to be. But he has to be unapologetically cheesy. Yeah, he has to be. Yeah. <laughs> and that's where... They, and start, I feel like they're still trying to make him cool. Stop making him cool. Stop making him cool. Super isn't cool. I mean, he's cool. Don't get me wrong. You know so what that's I mean? But... You- but He's, you got to make him a Boy Scout. Which makes me think, right? got to make him a Boy Scout, man. Could, could you see something happening where, like, another Superman shows up? At least an edgy Boy Scout. You know, I'd Henry, settle for that. Henry Cavill passes. Another Superman shows up. He's, like, he's in the black and <laughs> silver attire. He's, like, yeah, that Superman, you know, is too young. I guess I'll have to take up the mantle. And then we get a new, brighter Superman. It's not like that. They got to find some way for Superman to realize yeah. that he's been driven off the path. Um, because... And and I love the movie, but the Superman that we read, that Clark Kent doesn't take a guy's truck and put it through a telephone pole. <laughs> yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Regardless. Um, and I like Man of Steel. I like that characterization, but I feel like they leaned too far, so, and now they're a little bit stuck. Um, but speaking on Superman, how do you feel about Daddy Superman? Uh, Daddy Superman was amazing. He was a perfect role model. I feel like he was the, he was um, what the standard, I mean, at least is you know um being dad and you have mom in the house too. Yeah. Um. So and they kind of get to be, bestow. <laughs> oh, no, bestow both both halves on John, the Earth side and the Kryptonian side. Yeah, because there's know. a lot of times where um the mom had to give Lois had to give mm-hmm. advice, and Lois doesn't have. Alien advice. She only has the advice from her, advice, yeah. from the life that she's lived, and um, she's she, they made. But the a, fact that they can that that they can recognize that and try to put that and put that on to John and explain it to John the best way they can, so that way he can see and understand why they 
do the things that they do or as to why they hide and stuff like that, you know? I also really, 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 really dug that she wasn't a damsel in distress. Yeah. If anything, uh, John was, but he's a kid, and you're always going to feel that way about that. She wasn't completely hopeless, and at the point where the Superman, the Superman is gone, you know, she was able to handle her business. She was in the Hellbat suit. Like, what's going on here? Um, I like that Superman, and I spoke a little bit about this with, with why I want Robin in uh, television or in movie form, because I feel like we lose a lot when it comes to the inner monologues of these superheroes. Mm-hmm. We lose a lot of what they're thinking about as they're thinking it and stuff, and I think that that's unfortunate. But um, with this, you don't have to have him fly over um you know metropolis see uh uh you know a robbery taking place and go you know oh i have to try to get there fast and i have to try to you know disarm the person without hurting them because then yada 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 now you get dad what should we do and then he says well i think we should you know Mm -hmm. so he's explaining the course of all his actions through his son instead of just saying it into the and he's able to take direction too, so that's not bad either. And his son is going to ask. His son yeah. is going to be curious and say, well, why don't we just do this? Or why don't we just do that? And he'll have reasons as opposed to just, I'm I'm the big boy scout and this is why I do that. We got we have actual reasons and we find out reasons in here. Like I said, we're going to go to the moon. Why are we going to go to the moon? Collateral damage stuff. You know? Uh, and it, they were able to explain that to us and I, and I dig that. How do you feel about um, Eradicator as a villain? I thought he was cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know like what, like how the how everybody else feels about him. Like, yeah, I don't know what everybody else's general vibe with the Eradicator was before I read this, or even after, even now. But yeah. I liked him. I liked him. I think that he was. I think that he was serviceable. I think he's very much like the villains in good origin mm-hmm. movies where they don't really do much, but it's not really about them. It's about what the main character does around them. And so having this unstoppable killing machine, you didn't have to go into a tragic backstory. Yeah. You didn't have to go into, well, years ago. His backstory you, was convenient. So yeah, <laughs> You also don't have to go into, like, years ago, you wronged me, and now I'm here to make you feel, you know, what, make you feel bad <laughs> about that. So I thought that that was all really, really good, and that was all worth it. Uh, I think if we end this off, we should end it talking about your boy, John Kent. Ooh, my boy. So, you, so after these uh, six issues, what do you take away from a young Jonathan Kent? Um, well, I do have how far, I know he ha- he has his own comic out with Damien. Yeah. Um, how far along? How far? So how far? Sons. Yeah. How how many? Super Sons actually written by the guy who writes um that uh, Superman uh, Peter J. Uh, J. Tomasi. Great. Um, I want to say it goes maybe into like 16 issues mm. and then it stops. Mm-hmm. Now we're going to get a 12 issue miniseries called Adventures of the Super Sons. Oh, okay. like the Adventures of Batman and Robin or stuff like that. Yeah. And that's that's going to be contained. It's only going to be 12. Mm. And uh, uh, that mm. just started. I'm glad he's getting his own thing. I wonder if he'll eventually get his own comic. So, or if he does already. Oh, uh, yeah. Not really too I, I, I wonder that too. Um, I as somebody who used to race home every weekday to watch this show, I'm getting definite Dragon Ball Z vibes. 
from a young Jonathan Kent. Young Johnny's reminding me of a little boy they used to call Gohan back in the day who didn't really understand his powers when he wanted to flip out, could flip out and turn that thing all the way up. And we're also almost kind of getting hints that his half and half uh, genealogy um, is like a benefit. Um, The Justice League is on alert. Yeah, just they—they they got They're their ears up they for both to, for both of them. They went to his house to be like, "We need to talk to you about your son." So, John might be a bigger issue down the line, and I wouldn't be surprised if they placed this seed here. This this comment comes down to 2016. It's like, oh, so yeah, we're we not even on the two year we mark. Got, I think it came out move. in the summer too, so we're just on the two year mark of this, and one it's one comic, two comics a month, so. Hmm. We didn't go by far, you know? Yeah. Um, so we'll be seeing what happens with John in the future. But I do think that there's some big things uh, coming from him. Some people have come from the future saying they've seen things that have to do with John. John is, yeah, John seems to be a big power player. Hopefully, I like that. I like that. Hopefully, unlike Gohan, he has, like, some very big and definitive moments because I felt like uh, they kind of petered that story out in DBZ. Damien's never going to fall out and out replace Batman, and I don't really think John is ever going to fall out and out replace Superman. But think they so? Do. It's hard. It'll be hard. Yeah, I was it's just about to say it'll be hard. It always gets back there. I mean, I at least think the, the Superman thing would be hard. I actually would be immensely but, proud. Yeah, I would be extremely yeah. proud of DC if they were able, but it's not easy to handle. I'd be people. proud of John. Screw that. <laughs> You know, and the idea like, oh, you know my pops. <laughs> you know, like, I, I dig that. Same thing with Damien. You know, but a lot of people want to, when they come into these things, like, um, it would be like if I told you, hey, let's do, let's uh, let's review Superman Rebirth, and you opened it up, and it was his cousin. And it's like, <laughs> well, I got to explain to you now why it's his cousin, all this other kind of stuff. But, um, uh, yeah, I, I really dug this. And it, it just reinstates the idea, like I said again, that... There is enough. There is room for cheesiness. There is room for wholesomeness. Mm-hmm. That Superman, because he's so badass, can hold the weight of what you would call cheesy or silly or all that kind of stuff. And they need to start letting him hold that weight because he's a big enough character that he could hold that weight down. How you feel about that? Um, he does very very well balancing balancing yeah. <laughs> everything that comes towards him. Um, uh. The my, you know, Soup's got good powers. He's got cool powers. You know, freeze breath, uh, laser vision, pew, um, X-ray vision. Yeah, yeah. Um, he can fly, but um, but my favorite thing about him is how I'm. I guess is I. I want to say family values. Yeah. <laughs> you can say yeah, and. Uh, and this, I think we need more of that out there. I don't know about I don't know about you, but um, we need a uh, we need a more spread. Well, the idea, you know, with family, and, that, and is that's why I like the, the Superman comics a lot because, like you said before, you get a whole lot of the Wolverines and the um, Batmans and stuff, and they're all mad. Yeah, they're all and they're all mad. They they're all pissy. Anybody. Yeah. So to to have this and to have somebody out there that likes Supes that's got a family, even though he's still Amy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and to have a, a a life on Earth and stuff like that, the way somebody from you know from Earth is supposed to have it is pretty and, cool. And now you know it's not only about I dig this planet. This is now his planet. Yeah, 
you know, he's chosen to bed as someone from this planet. Mm-hmm. And now his son is legit half from this planet. Mm-hmm. So he now has, you know, a legit stake in everything that happens to Earth and everything that happens to um, anything that threatens it, which makes it really, really cool. I I want to see uh, them turn to this, you know, uh, soon. I don't know how quick we're going to get John Kent in anything as far as like television or movies are concerned. But I think that if you haven't read this i think this is kind of weird to be listening to this whole thing but <laughs> if you if you if you like the, the the verbal breakdown of this try to get into um the last days of superman which will tell the last days of the new 52 superman right before that happens and then there's also a book called uh lois and clark i gotta double check on the on the actual title of that book but on the cover of it is the um clark with the black and the beard mm-hmm. Uh, and it's him with, and you get to see the birth of John and all that kind of mm, stuff in secret. Okay. And wow. what and how they've been, what what gets them from the here to there to okay, where we cool. get to in here. Cool. Um, and if you liked what you know, we just uh, reviewed with Son of Superman. Follow it to the next issue, issue seven. Um, we'll start seeing how John deals with Hamilton. You know, living in Hamilton as, as opposed opposed to. Living in a big town like uh, Metropolis, I don't know if you saw, but Lois Lane sent Lois Lane something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Lois Lane of New Fifty Two sent Lois Lane of. Uh, you need to chill, Miss Smith. Thing uh, sent Miss Smith something. So you know that that's there too. They, these people are gonna end up having to get jobs eventually, right? <laughs> They're gonna end up having to do, uh, do stuff. Superman's gonna be more integrated into the league. Mm-hmm. All the while, Batman's choosing to try to get married to Catwoman. But there's a cool issue of Batman and Superman, Catwoman and uh, Lois all double dating. So that's that's a pretty cool. That's a pretty cool thing. Fix the Lunar Batcave. And I would definitely recommend reading Super Sons uh, because those kids just need space to tell their own stories, and I think that they get great space there. Peter J. Tomasi, like I said again, great writer for kids. Uh, I don't know how you get that kid's voice. I don't know if you just never lose that childlike innocence. So it's Who, easy to for write. Um, John? To write. Oh, for you know, <laughs> like it's different when you're, you know, when you're writing something to, to fall back into that. I thought that the John voice was amazing. I thought all the art was great. Just so many great panels that you can still see in your head yeah. without the voice bubbles. Like you said, when he, when crypto, when crypto gets eaten or <laughs> when, um, when Superman pulls out, you know, pulls out the, the red and blue S. I'm red and yellow S for the first time. The colors Just great, fire. great iconic moments. Let the man be the icon he deserves to be. Stop trying to Batman eyes my Superman. Uh, and the world will be a much, much better place. But if you want your personal world to be a much better place, all you have Ooh. to do is listen to more episodes of the Major Issues Podcast. Brought to you by Comic Book Click. We are everywhere podcasts can be found. Podbean, Stitcher, Podcast Addict, uh Apple Podcast. If you have an iPhone, just go to your podcast app and search Major Issues. If you have a nice phone, then just go to Google and search Major Issues Podcast, and we'll be the first one to pop right up. Ooh, and we're on Spotify. We're on Spotify, bro. We're on Google Play. Just search for us. We're on Major YouTube. Is- Major Issues. YouTube, Google Play, Podcast Addict, uh, uh, Spotify. Literally, if you listen to music coming out of it, we're probably in it. Mm. Go search for it. I mean, you're listening to this, so you found this somehow. But... Use 
use all those links to share us now, right? Because you got to be the Clark Kent. You have the Obi-Wan, the rest of these people. Everyone's going around going, and DCEU is kind of dark. Point them to the comics, bro. Mm. They exist. Superman exists. The, the light. Books. The, the legendary light. text. The light is out there. <laughs> the light is out there. Let us be your Arthur Curry and let us be your lighthouse bringing you to safety. Uh, don't forget to like, share, subscribe, and review. Rate and review us on iTunes. That's the quickest way for us to find out how you guys are digging all the things that we are doing here as part of the Major Issues Podcast. And it's the quickest way for us to get better as podcasters because we get pure insight and feedback from you guys. Some reviews are pouring in. I know we already got two five-star reviews. Melter would be proud. Um, we got some big things coming uh, down the pike. More, which is worse, episodes, mm-hmm. more episodes of TV, of uh, comics, of movies. We're gonna do. We doing are you, ready, are you ready for this? I've I've also decided this, and mm-hmm. I haven't even let the click in on this. Ooh. Next, uh, next world's finest collection box mm-hmm. unboxing, bro. What? Turns out what? there's an 80th anniversary Superman box. What? Coming to Comic Book Click Headquarters, mm. <laughs> uh, brought to you by the world's finest collection. Uh, uh, it's kind of like a loot crate situation, right, right, but for right, DC. Right. I we saw you saw the Justice League one they gave mm-hmm, me mm-hmm. with the Green Lantern planter and yeah, the Superman painting and the Reverse dude. Flash jacket. Yeah. So I want to do. I want to keep this thing sealed and unbox it and Ooh. mark out for you guys for the click. click. Uh, and I, I think it would just be awesome to just uh, get into some of those things. We are growing in numbers. We've already surpassed 1,000 listens slash downloads. Yeah. Keep us going because I know that uh, I've been to the future. Like I said, I've been to the future, and I know we've become the latest and greatest thing to come to comic books and comic book media. If you want to follow all things at Comic Book Click, go to facebook.com slash comic book click, Instagram at comic book click, or use the hashtag comic book click to follow all the latest and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. I helm all of it. I helm the major issues uh, Twitter, which is the major, man with the plan. Yeah, major issues CBC at major issues CBC. So find me on social media. Give us some topics to talk about. We'll chop it up here every week, every Wednesday. Haven't missed one. Never sleep. Ooh. Never rest. Everything's going awry in our lives here at The Click. But we find time to zip up our House of L shirts, put on our capes, and do what's right. Because that's, I mean, what would Superman do? What would Superman do? I think Superman would end this podcast right here, right now. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. And I am your Cloudus Maximus. And this has been our Superman Rebirth Volume 1 Son of Superman review. So whether you're half Kryptonian, half human, whether you just want to eradicate things, whether you're just a cat that needs to rest in peace, rest in peace, Kobe, <laughs> or you just want to be super like us, remember, we are the clique. Mm. And you, you, yes, you are worthy. worthy.